the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 107.5 K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump in Japan tried to hammer out a better trade deal for the United States. He says that the U.S. and Japan are actually closer than they've ever been, but he would still like to close up what he sees as an unfair trade gap between the two countries. Arriving today, he spoke to business leaders from both Japan and the United States. Members of both parties say a flood of laws banning abortions in the Republican-run states have landed Democrats uh, something of a political weapon heading into next year's elections. They say the restrictive measures may help Democrats paint the GOP as extreme and woo some centrist voters who could decide tight congressional races. Alabama has outlawed virtually all abortions, even in cases of sexual assault and incest. That and other laws have animated some Democrats and forced Republican leaders to retreat in some states. This is SRN News. Mike Gallagher doesn't understand the Democrat leadership. Listen, this is a tactic that the left is using and the Democrats are now employing. Double down, the best defense is a good offense. Rather than be on defense, I guess, Pelosi and company are figuring, let's go at them. The problem is they're doing it at the expense of those who suffered from the Holocaust. What a time. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Mitch is out on assignment today, but we are in good hands, everybody. The great Lee Michaels is filling in hosting duties today. Just a reminder that there's still tickets available for the dive-in dinner discussion with Dr. Sebastian Gorka at Minnesota Zoo's Discovery Bay. Tickets at the Narn Table are already sold out, but they are still seating available. Here's a look at your weather for the day. Sunny and a high of 71. Sunday, more of the same. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. I guess I'm the sub-headline. I wouldn't necessarily call me the great, but I it disagree. is. <laughs> Terminator N joining us here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. <laughs> well, I appreciate the kind uh, comments and uh, a lot to cover on the program. It's been a long time since I've actually sat in and uh, guest hosted on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Of course, uh, I'm Lee Michaels, the operations manager here, also co-host the afternoon show on our sister station. AM 980, The Mission. Uh, A lot to cover. A lot happening uh, here in the state, here in the Twin Cities. And uh, we're going to jump right to it. A guest who is uh, no stranger to the Northern Alliance Radio Network, our good friend from uh, the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. He is their political director, Rob Dorr, joins us. Hey, Rob. Hey, Lee. How's it going? (laughs) Doing good. Beautiful afternoon, and I'm here in the studio, but we got a lot of important stuff to cover, so I appreciate you taking a couple minutes out of your day to uh, stick with us because it was a 
a long session and a long night last night. <laughs> yeah, uh, they, it was about a 21-hour session. They they kicked off at 10 o'clock and then uh, uh, wrapped up about 7 a.m. Yeah, and uh, you were very busy. I was watching some of the social media posts that you do, and I, I think that's fantastic because everything you do to keep all of us informed. And uh, some good news coming out of uh, all of this, especially when it comes to our uh, Second Amendment rights. Yeah, you know, um, we we put a complete full stop on their their gun control agenda and, and really I mean that 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 has very much to do with the Republicans in the Minnesota Senate they uh, uh, they made that commitment very early on that they were going to defend Minnesotan Second Amendment rights and they held firm to that commitment and uh, when we lost the house last election cycle and uh, you know uh, this this very very hyper extreme kind of uh, hyper liberal uh, expansion in the in the suburbs was uh was full set on on infringing on people's rights and going after uh universal background checks mm-hmm. and gun owner registration and red flag firearm confiscation uh very early on in the session uh, senator paul gazelka spoke at our lobby day spoke at our rally and said he's going to do everything he could to stop that and uh he, he made that promise and he kept that promise yeah, it's uh, and it's great, and it was a lot of work from uh, you and everybody there, Brian Strasser, uh, the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, but also to a lot of people out there. And I know you've thanked a lot of people for getting involved in writing their representatives and their and their state senators, and I did. And I want to read to you an email I got this morning at three twenty one a.m. Uh, <laughs> because I had sent a note to my representative, Jamie Becker Finn, uh, and. It says, uh, Lee, thank you for writing. And, and actually, I, I send this through uh, the Minnesota Gunners Caucus page for the email for the red flag and the expanded background checks. But it says, Lee, thank you for writing. We just passed the compromised public safety and judiciary bill uh, off the House floor. I thought you would be interested to know there were no changes to gun policy included in this bill. Please continue to let me know the issues that are important to you. Jamie, I, I find that in- interesting because it almost makes it sounds like she, you know, she was fighting for me. Uh, well, I, I wouldn't quite expect that from uh, Representative no. Becker Finn. No, we we have a we have a bit of a history back when she was on the uh, Public Safety Committee. In fact, uh, one of our button designs that says "My other representative is the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus" is an homage to uh, to Jamie Becker Finn's claim that as a gun owner, the Gun Owners Caucus doesn't represent her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, in, in any case, uh, yeah, it, actually, about three twenty one would have been right when the bill uh, failed. Uh, or the bill passed without the gun control measure, so she she must have been thinking of you yeah. when, uh, <laughs> when when she said that. But uh, but it, it, you know, all kidding aside, th- that is really what's important. I mean, I, I'm down there every day and I, I'm talking to the representatives and the senators. Uh, but when they know that there are hundreds and hundreds and thousands and thousands of people behind me that are responding to the information that, that the Gun Owners Caucus puts out, that engages their legislators, that's, that's what makes them actually seek me out. And that's what makes yeah. them want to understand our issues. And, and there have been some very productive conversations. Uh, the, the public safety omnibus bill, the full House version that they tried to pass, had five Democrats uh, who voted against it. And all five of those Democrats cited uh, the, how many messages that they've been getting from our members and our supporters. And no other... No other of their omnibus bills had that many dissenters uh, in it, and, and wow. I think that's just really telling to show how uh, how important this issue is and how important it is that people uh, stay engaged with their legislators in the process. Uh, that's that's a great uh, 
thing to remember, again, we're joined with Rob Doerr. He's the political director for the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. You can uh, The best place to do is follow them on social media because uh, it'll always keep you up to date. So now, what do, what do we do as a, a freedom-loving, Second Amendment-loving uh, caucus? Uh, you know, we, it looks like we, we've, we're good for uh, this session, but doesn't yep. mean the battle's over. Yeah, next year they're, they're they're definitely going to try to turn this into uh, an election issue. So they will be back next year, and we need to start trying to think about how we want to engage with that. You know, Moms Demand Action, they, they, they've got millions of dollars from Michael Bloomberg, uh, former mayor of New York City, yep. uh, pouring into the state to try to push this agenda. And they, they've found this really, uh, this really kind of um, enticing niche where they... they, they, they Focus on housewives and, and, and mothers and, and retirees, grandmas, women, and they kind of do these social events. And, and it's funny when I overhear them at the Capitol. You know, we, we had a uh, the public safety omnibus uh, here, bill hearing, and they're all talking about you know, oh hey, let's all go over to you know, somebody's house and grab some wine. You know, and uh-huh. it's a social club for them. And when you actually talk to them one on one on the issues, they're fully uninformed uh, on the actual issues themselves, uh, but they've been able to kind of generate the social movement behind the gun control bills, which makes it seem like there's a lot more pressure behind the measures than there actually is. And and we really need to start rethinking our game. You know, it's real easy for us to just hold up our gun and say, shall not be infringed or from my cold, dead hands. Uh, But we really need to start rethinking about how do we engage the public to help them understand why these issues matter to us and and what we want to do to protect ourselves uh, from the, from these types of legislation. And that's a great point, and because it, it comes down to sometimes that relationship you can build or share with somebody. Uh, and I find that, too, again, t- talking to some people, how uninformed they are sometimes when it comes to the Second Amendment issues or gun safety issues or things like that, or what, what those within the industry are actually doing to keep people safe, to have the proper training and storage of their firearms and making sure that you know our firearms don't fall into the hands of people that shouldn't have them. So when we run across our neighbors, our family members, our grandmas, uh, when this issue comes up, do you have... Uh, recommendations or tips or things that we can be doing to help, you know, get the, get the truth out there? Yeah. You know, um, I think a lot of it just has to do with the, the personal relationships. One thing that we're going to be trying to step up now that the legislative session is over and, and thankfully we've got a whole team of volunteers uh, is we're doing more social events, uh, more gun shows and things like that. We'll be at game fair, uh, uh, all those kinds of things. But what we'd really love the opportunity to do, too, is to help get in front of any sort of kind of political gatherings or anything like that, but also help empower people to start kind of their own little groups, whether you guys go to the range or, or whether you all go out and get breakfast, so that all over the state we have people who are who are creating kind of this, this Second Amendment friendly community uh, that which then we can leverage into uh, into helping protect and defend those rights as well. So you'll be seeing more from us at uh, gunowners.mn if you guys want to sign up for our email list there. Uh, we're we're going to be making a bigger push out, especially out in the greater Minnesota, to try to uh, build more of a community around around the movement. Uh, great idea. Again, I uh, follow them on social media, gunownersmn.com uh, or dot, dot org, where you could find them uh, and sign up for that. I encourage you to do so. 
again, gunowners.mn is the website, but sign up for that email. A lot of great information that comes out for you there. If you got a question or comment, too, 651-289-4488, 651-289-4488. We're joined with the political director from the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, Rob Doerr. And, Rob, I, you know, when I think of outstate Minnesota and in, in the coming election, uh, especially in places like the 8th, which have been, you know, people have been voting Democrat there for years. But uh, typically they tend to be, you know, they're outdoorsmen. They tend to be pro-Second Amendment. Uh, do we see uh, a possible little swing or push uh, that might garner more votes for some Republicans? Yeah, you know, it, it, it could be. It just so happens that those five uh, those five. Democrats that voted against the gun control provisions all are in, uh, you know, the greater Minnesota area, yeah. and uh, they're they're up north in those areas that may be a Republican pickup. So, uh, for us, we uh, when I've got my gun owners caucus hat on, we are a single issue organization. Uh, if you vote to support uh, our you know, our Second Amendment rights and you and you defend those, uh, you know, we you know that that's really all we care about we kind of have to be apathetic to all of those other uh, conservative issues. And, right. and and really, that's what our members want. Our members come from all walks of life, uh, and they join us and they support us because they want us to remain focused on uh, on that singular issue. Uh, but there there is definitely room for uh, for some pickups. There are there are people who had no business uh, supporting gun control. One of them that comes to mind is uh, Representative Ben Leans. Mm-hmm. He represents the um, the uh, Moorhead area, and uh, and then another one is uh, Representative uh, John Purcell. He represents the Bemidji area. Uh, both of them voted in favor of the of the omnibus bill with the gun control provisions, and it's uh, it's just not uh, it, it, that's not where their districts are at. So we definitely have some opportunities for pickups. Uh, what we what we're really going to have to be focused on as well coming up with the next election cycle is uh, defending those uh, those suburban seats as well. Yeah. Uh, that's where the that's where the DFL sees their biggest opportunity to try to pick up. You know they they've got senators like you know Paul Anderson and uh, and Carr and Housley that they want to pick off and flip those seats. Uh, and we're going to need as many people as we can helping, uh, helping, you know, they had our back. They voted against every attempt at gun control this year. Uh, we need to have their back and make sure that uh, they stay in their seats. Uh, and it's a great point when it comes to uh, this issue, protecting the Second Amendment. Now, there, there are uh, even like you said, especially in some of the uh, uh, greater Minnesota outstate area that uh, do support uh, strong Second Amendment stuff. And, uh, you know, when it comes to this issue, again, a very important issue for me. And we just need to make sure we keep uh, keep our, uh, you know, into in the wind going strong with this issue. Again, we're joined with Rob Doerr, uh, political director for the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. We'll run to break here. We'll come back. If you've got a comment, want to jump into the conversation, 651-289-4488, 651-289-4488. Lee Michaels in for the headliner, Mitch Berg, here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network on AM 1280, The Patriot. He arrived right at noon to get the toilet in shape when all of a sudden their dog Hershey escaped and rather than stand there flat on his feet he set down his tools and chased her down the street. He's your Benjamin Franklin plumber and he's a true legend. 
952-933-8888. Save $200 on water heaters. Dogs love warm baths, too. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you. All you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's the Memorial Day sale at Ace. Right now, get great deals like buy one, get one 50% off on gallons of our top paint brands, like Valspar and Clark and Kensington. And with our Ace Extra Mile promise, we'll help you get everything you need to paint in one trip or delivery is free. Don't miss the Memorial Day sale at Ace. Buy one, get one 50% off our top paint brands, now through Monday. Limit two, delivery subject to availability. Visit acehardware.com for details. As leftist waves of false accusations, radical policy, and fake news continue to crash on shore, it's up to us to prevent our American values from eroding away. Join us in keeping the Twin Cities right and welcoming to town our newest on-air host. Dive in. Dinner and discussion with Dr. Sebastian Gorka is a -a one-of-a-kind event at Minnesota Zoo's gorgeous Discovery Bay a unique space surrounded by a million gallons of water full of jellyfish, sharks, and all sorts of sea life. Immerse yourself in intelligent conversation about the heated 2020 presidential race, Dr. Gorka's time on staff at the White House, religious liberty, and much more. Dive in. Dinner and discussion with Dr. Sebastian Gorka arrives at port on Saturday, June 15th. This is an exclusive event, and seating is limited. Swim over to am1280thepatriot.com today. Rolling through a really nice Saturday. Today, tomorrow, going to be the nicest day of this Memorial Day weekend. Remind you, too, that the reason we enjoy the freedoms and the liberty we have in this country is the sacrifice that... Brave men and women made for this country to defend it, and we honor them on Memorial Day and this Memorial Day weekend. So keep that in mind, say a prayer, and be, a, be mindful to remember the reason we have this three-day weekend is to honor those. Uh, and uh, right now, honoring uh, some of us and those that have fought for some of the issues uh, in our last legislative session and we're joined with political director from the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, Rob Dorr. Rob, we'll just keep you for about another 10 minutes here. And, uh, again, I appreciate everything that uh, you have done to keep us informed and, and uh, kind of leading the charge on this and, and keeping our Second Amendment rights here in Minnesota. And there's you know a few things we'd like to see 
uh, expandable. I know this time is a lot about defending, make sure we oppose the red flag laws, we oppose the expanded background checks, and we've talked with <laughs> those things a lot of what those actually were. What about some of the things going forward and being able to push some of the things, whether it is a constitutional carry, um, things like that? Are there Are there some things we can still be looking at or working on, or are we kind of still defensive-minded? Yeah, you know, uh, I, I think the the odds of constitutional carry and stand your ground uh, gaining any traction in, in the in the in the extreme anti-gun house is uh, is extremely slim. That mm-hmm. being said, you know, I, I I always want to be pushing for those items. It's important that we keep uh, the the discussion and the conversation alive. I'm hoping we'll get some Senate hearings. I do. I know it's an election year, and that issue could could cause some headaches for right. the suburban members. But uh, I, I do hope that we can have that as as part of the conversation next year because you know they they are important uh, protections, yeah. uh, particularly stand your ground. I think you know as much as I love constitutional carry and as much as I want that, there's gun owners who are being detained and arrested for for simply defending themselves, and and, and I think that's. Uh, a, a more pressing and urgent need to to address than you know than I'm tired of getting my my permit to carry. So <laughs> you know, not that it's any less important, right. but uh, but you know, between uh, being forced to pay a hundred dollar fine and and ending up in jail just because you drew your handgun, uh, I, I think the the delineation is clear there. What should be our first priority? Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, so, yeah, I, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I just want to follow up on the stand your ground because I know I've run into people who, uh, when it when it comes to that issue, that they don't completely understand what that means. Uh, you know, basically, they think it gives you a license to to shoot anybody anytime. Which isn't the case. Yeah, yeah. They 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 misnomer it and they label it the shoot first bill and yeah. and that kind of stuff. And that's what they called it when uh, actually Representative Steve Straskowski introduced it on the uh, House floor as an amendment to the uh, to the omnibus bill. Uh, they called it the shoot first bill, and and, and that's just ridiculous. In, in Minnesota statute, there is only one criteria for the use of deadly force, and that is to be in fear of death or great bodily harm for yourself or another, imminent death or great bodily harm. That's it. But case law actually adds four, uh, four, uh, three additional criteria. You have the fear of death or great bodily harm, and then you have to have the reluctant participant. You means that you have to have reluctantly entered the conflict. You yep. didn't escalate it. Uh, you have to use no lesser force than is needed. So if Cousin Billy is give it, coming at you with a pool noodle, you can't give him two to the chest and one to the head. <laughs> and then uh, the finally, though, is the duty to retreat. And, and that's where it gets sticky. But uh, it, it, that says that before using deadly force, you first must assess your options uh, to uh, to retreat, and unfortunately, what that does is is it causes second guessing of a gun owner's actions. Well, you use deadly force. Why didn't you? Uh, why didn't you use that exit right over there? Why didn't you run away? It, it gives law enforcement, it gives prosecutors, it gives a jury unlimited time to second guess a decision that a gun owner had a split second to make to save their life. And, and that's an unreasonable standard. But furthermore, it's not even in statute. Most people don't understand you know, all of these different elements of self-defense. And, and so it's important to make sure that people understand the elements of self-defense, that we get them in statute, but also that we don't 
penalize somebody who is lawfully acting in self-defense just because they they didn't run away. They elected to save themselves or save somebody else. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting thing. Anybody who's done and I've I've done my fair amount of of training and defensive handgun training and things like that. Uh, There are a lot of things that factor into that and decisions you make. And and me being somebody that's, uh, you know, I was robbed and carjacked at gunpoint, you know, put on my knees with a gun pressed against my head saying they were going to kill me right then and there. Uh, there, There's lots of things that get involved in these situations. Uh, And that, that, that instance is, was one of the things that really even got me more involved in second amendment issues. Uh, and, and being able to to look at that and, and understand that a lot happens in a short period of time, and it's easy to go back and look at those decisions after the fact. But in the in the heat of the moment, uh, being able to uh, assess those things uh, and take that pressure off, it, it sometimes a few moments can end up saving your life or the life of a, of a loved one. And I again stress highly anybody who chooses to carry. Uh, a weapon should should seek additional training outside just the permit to carry class. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's the the permit to carry is, is the is the bare minimum. I kind of it's like uh, getting the ver- minimum liability only insurance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you if you really want the comprehensive protection, uh, you're going to want to take some additional classes and, and and spend some time with a good qualified instructor to to work on your defensive tactics. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree. So what else are we, uh, what's next for you, Rob? Do you get a little vacation now? <laughs> uh, I've got about a week before uh, we're going into some other events and things like that. But yeah, I'm going to take a couple of days here. Uh, I, I'm on, uh, I had just a couple hours of sleep after I got home at eight o'clock and, uh, <laughs> and uh, saw the kids for a little bit. But uh, uh, t- take a couple of days off, but then we'll be back into working to help grow the organization and things like that. I did want to point out a couple of things that, uh, that hunters, sportsmen, uh, sports shooters uh, will like that we are actually able to get with in the environment bill yeah uh, is uh we stopped the dnr's attempt to ban lead shot on wildlife management areas and actually that wasn't the dnr the dnr didn't ask for it that was just representative hansen uh, continuing his war on lead yeah uh, we made sure that that didn't make it into the omnibus bill uh we also got uh, the ability to use this was something that was kind of interesting that came up uh the ability to use blood tracking dogs uh to try to track down wounded uh, wounded deer and wounded bear. There's actually organizations out in Wisconsin, and I'm sure they'll be expanding into Minnesota that will, you know, let's say you, you get that deer on deer opener and, uh, you know, 10 minutes before sundown and all of a sudden you can't find it, uh, you can call these dogs out and they'll bring you right over to, to, your, uh, to your wounded uh, animal. Wow. Yeah, uh, so we've got that in there. There's some money there to, uh, to help with uh, establishing uh, – gym classes that actually are centered around trap shooting and DNR hunter safety. Uh, that's that's exciting. We have 410 that we got legal for shot uh, legal uh, 410 shells for turkey. Uh, they used to be have to be 12 gauge or large, or I'm sorry, 20 gauge or larger, but right. now it's uh, down to 410. My son's really excited about that. He <laughs> loves his little 410 shotgun. Oh yeah, they're fine. Uh, and then fi- finally, something that I, a lot of uh, fur bear, you know, uh, and, and coyote hunters have been looking for the ability to use uh, night vision and thermal vision uh, for coyote and fox hunting. So uh, those are things that uh, if uh, if you're a, a sportsman and a hunter, uh, you'll probably find something in there that uh, that excites you a little bit. And those are things that we kind of work. Uh, sometimes some of the things that we do, we do very loud.
loud and very out front. And a lot of times things we work on are a little bit more subtle and behind the scenes just because we don't want to uh, poison the well just by our association with it. You know, right. we, we want to make sure that, uh, that you know, groups don't uh, think negatively of it just because a gun group is involved. And, and those measures have uh, you know, are, are some examples of that. And, and those are great things uh, because, again, whether we're sportsmen, uh, whatever it is we do, protecting the Second Amendment, those are all things that end up being tied together and uh, making sure that the rights of hunters and uh, those avid outdoorsmen are are looked at and, and uh, being addressed. Again, a thank you for, for that. Rob, I really appreciate everything you do. Uh, enjoy a couple of days off. Well, uh, Sorry I missed it. It wasn't able to make it to the uh, event, happy hour event on Thursday. That's right up in my neck of the woods, too, but between uh, church and hockey that night and get, I don't get off the air in the other station until 6. I, was, I wasn't able to make it, but I will definitely be oh, attending no to, attending some of your uh, your get-togethers, monthly meetings, and happy hours in the future because anything we can do to help support the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, we are happy to do here on AM1280 The Patriot. Yeah, and, uh, and so just for the recurring things, you can check out our website for any of the main events that we've got coming up, but uh, you can always plan every second Saturday uh, of the month, we have a, a breakfast that happens somewhere uh, around uh, the Twin Cities metro area. Uh, and we're looking to expand some more of those out in the greater Minnesota as well. Uh, and then the, the, the last Tuesday of every month, we also have a range meetup. So we, we meet at a, a gun range, lots of good people. They bring their hardware, and uh, you can try out some new stuff. So really great opportunities to get connected to the community. Uh, very good. Yeah, follow them on social media. Again, gunowners.mn. Uh, gun if you click on the events tab, you can find more information on all of that. Rob, thanks again. Blessings to you, and enjoy the rest of uh, the weekend. Thank you, sir. Thanks. You bet. There you go. Thanks. Rob Doerr, political director for the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, gunowners.mn, uh, for more information. Follow them on social media because they're up and, and fighting tirelessly uh, for our Second Amendment rights. Uh, coming up uh, after the break, we'll be joined with Jason Flores from Americans for Prosperity. Of course, you hear the uh, full program every Saturday at uh, 4 here on the page, but we'll get an update, too, on uh, some of the other issues that popped up in this special session. Uh, what we uh, The good news, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly of it all. That coming up next. Uh, also, we'll get your comments, too, 651-289-4488. And then Peter Johnson from Archway Defense will join us uh, in the 2 o'clock hour as well. Don't forget, get your tickets for our dive-in event with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. First time he's coming to town for us here at the Patriot. He's our newest show host. Uh, this is a great event. The table to sit with Dr. Gorka sold out. At last count, I knew yesterday for the meet-and-greet portion of the VIP dinner, uh, we had one seat left for that. Uh, the Narn table is sold out. Uh, uh, I don't get to sit at the Narn table. I'm sorry about that. I get to sit in the back. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that is so long. Thanks for some people coming out and supporting the Northern Alliance Radio Network. But you can get your dinner tickets right now. Events coming up the 15th of June. Go to am1280thepatriot.com. My name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called... The IRS. 
and they are able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-918-7169. 800-918-7169. That's 800-918-7169. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boom box that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. You're a do-it-yourselfer. You fix things around the house, take care of the yard, wash your car, and on top of it all, run your own business. But wow, when it comes to digital marketing and advertising, things aren't so do-it-yourself. You need results and just aren't getting them on your own. Salem Surround will get you results. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. Using every digital marketing tool possible is a necessity to compete in today's business world. But you have to know about all the options. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and, most importantly, revenue. There really are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com, connecting you with new customers. Millions plan for retirement online, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Continuing on here, the North Alliance Radio Network. It's Lee Michaels in for the headliner, Mitch Berg. Terminator N, manning the console. Kind of looks like Skynet over there now with uh, all the monitors and everything. This age of digital. Quite the setup. <laughs> but I got into radio 30-plus years ago. Uh, it, I think we had one computer in the... It was actually just a word processor that our uh, business manager had. Times were easy, really. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots of reel-to-reel, razor blades, Q-tips, cart decks, and more. But fun to be here. Mitch and I often reminisce about some of those old radio days. But uh, uh, thanks for being with us. 651-289-4488, the number here. It's AM1280, The Patriot. Again, I'm Lee Michaels. And uh, joining us now is State Director for Americans for Prosperity. It's Jason Flores. Jason, thanks for being with us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> how, how late were you up last night? Oh, I was watching uh, bits and pieces of it, but I didn't <laughs> spend the whole night uh, uh, cramming through and, and you know eating popcorn and watching the live stream of the legislature. <laughs> they, they had the 
they had the deal pretty much worked out, and you know some of the machinations. I, I didn't need to lose too much sleep over that. Yeah, well, good. Well, I was I was reading your press release uh, this morning, and let's just kind of get an overview. Your press release budget misses mark on fiscal responsibilities. There there are some good news and and uh, some other things that came out of this uh, forty eight plus billion um, billion dollar budget. So let's let's look at the the uh, the high marks and the low marks. Yeah, so I mean, so it was just the top line, and and the reason we had that headline on the press release was. We went in and we increased state government spending by another 6%. You know, it went all the way to over $48 billion. That's kind of just the top line. That's not including all the the special funds and little pockets of money tucked here and there. So we're really close to a $50 billion budget. If you look at that growth in spending, Lee, as we've talked about many times on uh, your show before, no other measure of economic growth, uh, GDP growth, or your personal income growth in terms of how Minnesota families are doing, nobody else is increasing spending at that same rate. So in the long term, it's just unsustainable. Yeah, yeah. And which means a burden on us as taxpayers. Absolutely. Now, there were some good things that that happened, and that burden would have been much bigger if the governor and if the new House majority had gotten their initial budget plans, but they had to work with the uh, more conservative majority in the Senate. So that's why you saw it reduced down to just that uh, 6% increase. I mean, you were, t- you were facing, at the beginning of these negotiations, a $12 billion tax increase from the governor and from the House, and the Senate was able to stare that down, and they were able to stop the gas tax increase and all the tap fee increases that went along with it. They were able to stop the payroll tax increases uh, that were going to go along with new government bureaucracy for paid family leave, and they even got a, a small income tax cut for the middle bracket to give a tax relief to uh, middle-income folks here in Minnesota. Yeah, I can't, uh, I, I can't imagine what a 20 uh, cent per gallon tax would have meant to m- most of Minnesotans, but especially uh, those in, in the lower income brackets had that gas tax uh, gone through. would have been uh, devastating to many families. It would have been, and, and that was really the problem with that gas tax, and truthfully, with the governor's entire tax proposal. Even the Star Tribune came out after a, uh, a, a Department of Revenue report that said it was most regressive, um, and the Star Tribune called them out for that, meaning that budget was going to hit people at the low end of the spectrum the most, and the gas tax is a prime example. Not only are you hit with that increased tax, which would have been fourth highest in the nation if it had passed, you're hit with it at the gas pump, but then you're also hit with it when you go to the store because the cost of every single thing on store shelves, at Target, at the grocery store, at Walmart, wherever it is, that cost goes up because of the higher delivery prices with the higher fuel prices. Yeah, and that's so there's much better ways to increase spending for transportation that isn't increasing taxes to pay for it. Yeah, and that's one of those things that people forget when the gas tax goes up. It's not just us as families, but it's all the other goods and services that are being shipped by a truck. Uh, all, you know, the stores have to make that up somewhere. And uh, often that goes into higher prices that we end up end up paying. And uh, well, That's right. So it's just a burden on the entire economy uh, when you raise a regressive tax and, and a tax like the gas tax. Yeah. And they still did do address uh, roads and bridges in this budget uh, as well. Well, they have been able to. And we were able to in the last couple of budget cycles with, Democrat Governor Dayton and a Republican-controlled House, 
they were able to find a middle ground and spend general fund dollars on transportation. I mean, within a $50 billion budget, that's billion with a B, in case I'm not coming across well on the radio. <laughs> within that $50 billion, you've got to be able to find the money you need for a core function of government like transportation. So we were able to make those investments in the last couple of years. Governor Walls, maybe the worst part of his gas tax proposal, that he was going to take out that existing general fund spending that was going to transportation. He was going to back that out, put that into other areas of the budget, and spend the full 20 cents um, in the tax increase. So you're really only going to get about 10 cents of new construction after all that existing money out and paid for. Yeah, yeah. Again, we're joined with Jason Flores, State Director for Americans for Prosperity. AmericansforProsperity.org is the website. Of course, you can catch the program uh, coming up every Saturday afternoon at 4 replays on Sunday right here on AM 1280, The Patriot. And, uh, you were, have been down there tirelessly, you know, looking at the, at the issues um, and, and really keeping us informed on on the issues and things that are they're coming uh, coming down the pike. What are some of the other highlights uh, or lowlights from this past legislative session, Jason? That are important for us to know about. Well, I think maybe the the biggest lowlight and the biggest disappointment for us was that the legislature agreed to eliminate the sunset of the provider tax. That's yeah. that two percent tax, a sick tax, it's sometimes called. That's paid every time that you go to the doctor, to the dentist, have any kind of a procedure done. Mm-hmm. That was set to expire at the end of the year this year, and that would have been a huge savings for folks in Minnesota who are already struggling to afford their health care. At 2%, it, it adds up. Now, what they did was they continued it. They got rid of the sunset, so now it's not going to expire. That's going to be one of those taxes that's just ongoing now for forever. And I think the bigger challenge, though, is that it doesn't go into the general fund. It doesn't go into this $50 billion budget that we're talking about. It goes through a separate healthcare access fund that maybe once upon a time went to fund the state's Medicaid programs and, and Minnesota Care, those programs for low income health insurance. It doesn't do that anymore. It's just a slush fund now that lawmakers from both sides of the aisle have started playing games with and they want to add money here, add money there, or make it look like they're being um, fiscally responsible in one way or another. We wanted to see that tax go away because it's not funding the care that Minnesotans need right now. It's just driving up wasteful spending within yeah. state government. Uh, even now, after that, you know, we we have this budget. How active do we need to be on some of these issues when we look at this uh, budget and see things that we uh, like or don't like? That we still reach out to our representatives and and let them know where we stand on some of these issues. It's as important as ever. Uh, one of the reasons that we didn't get this gas tax increase passed was because of activists that worked with Americans for Prosperity and other groups, folks in, you know, listeners of the show here that called in and talked to their legislators and said, enough is enough. We can't be taxed more. And especially not on the gas tax. It's because of that grassroots effort that Governor Walls in the House ran into such a solid wall of opposition. And, and so now that the session is over, we want to first say thank you to those lawmakers who stood up and voted against that gas tax, as an example. But we also want to make sure that legislators who voted for those initial packages voted for these $12 billion of tax increases as they came off the House floor. We want to make sure that people in their districts know that, hey, this is what you lawmaker, this is the direction they wanted to go. This is what they voted on as their budget proposal. And compromise happens, and the end result, again, it's kind of a mixed bag, but 
as part of our education efforts and part of our accountability efforts, we want to make sure voters know where their lawmakers stand so that they can talk to them about the votes that they took and hold them accountable for it. Yeah. Uh, Again, Jason Flores with us, uh, State Director for Americans for Prosperity. I know uh, another some of the other issues uh, that you guys have been working hard for was uh, the uh, criminal justice reform. Uh, Where does that all stand? Unfortunately, a lot of those good policy reforms, uh, we're going to have to continue to fight on those and, and bring that fight into the next legislative session. Uh, the way the budget deal worked out and the way the timing worked out, everything was so compressed in such a rush at the end. A, a, a lot of issues, if there was any kind of, of language question or they, there wasn't even uh, you know, bi- the clear bipartisan support. And, and truthfully, even a couple of issues that had clear bipartisan support still fell by the wayside as they struggled to get the big piece of the budget done. Yeah. That had to be done you know, before July 1st, the end of the fiscal year, or else we go into a, a state government shutdown. So the fiscal piece and the budget piece was really the important part this year, and a lot of that good policy maybe fell by the wayside, but that's something we'll pick up again when the legislature convenes next year. We had good, um, I think, agreement on probation reform to make sure that folks who get out of their time in a facility that want to get back to society, that want to leave that criminal past behind them, we had good reforms to help them do that through more common-sense probation. Yeah. Um, we had some changes that we supported to civil asset forfeiture to make sure that the government can't seize your property and then make you jump through all the hoops and lawsuits in order to get it back. So there's, I think any group working at the Capitol had some of those policy ideas that are going to have to be revisited again. And it's disappointing they didn't pass, especially ones that maybe passed one body or another. But it's also part of the nature of the game. We'll work around it. We'll make sure our activists are engaged next year to get it done. Uh, fantastic. Again, Jason Flores, State Director for Americans for Prosperity. Let's head to break. Uh, Jason, we'll come back. We'll just get maybe get a preview of the radio show this afternoon and uh, find out uh, some of the other big issues that we still need to be looking at and working at uh, when the Northern Alliance Radio Network continues here. Lee Michaels in for the headliner, Mitch Berg, here on AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, Hugh Hewitt here for PatriotMobile.com. I need you to go and switch today to PatriotMobile.com forward slash Hugh. Let me tell you why. Big Mobile is supporting the left. You know, I'm talking about AT&T, Verizon. They cut big checks to the big left, and they do it every year, year in and year out, decade after decade, but not Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is the country's only conservative cell phone company. A portion of every one of your bills goes to support conservative causes, the Second Amendment, pro-life causes, conservative activism at the Heritage Foundation. They also have unlimited talk and text plans starting as low as $25 a month, so don't wait. At Patriot Mobile, a young company, more than $2 million has already been used to support your constitutional rights. Imagine what we can do with you on our side when you switch to Patriot Mobile. Join me to stop the left and switch to Patriot Mobile today. We need you now more than ever. Visit PatriotMobile.com forward slash Hugh. That's PatriotMobile.com forward slash Hugh. Free offer contingent on subscription. Pay shipping and handling. Cancel any time. Message and data rates may apply. When did it become okay for men to be lazier? Softer, fatter. We need to bring the men of this country back to greatness. And it's easier than ever with Ageless Male Max, a patent-pending formula with an ingredient that helps boost your total testosterone. 
promoting greater increases in muscle size and twice the reduction of body fat percentage than exercise alone. Plus, an amazing 64% increase in nitric oxide, which can be handy in the gym. Take your manhood to the max by trying your first 30-day bottle free when you text the word MASS to 797979. Finally, a formula that boosts total testosterone. If your results with Ageless Male Max are too intense, please decrease use. For your free bottle, text MASS to 797979. Text M-A-S-S to 797979. Hi, my name's Christina Stumble, and I own Farm Girl Flowers in San Francisco. With my Spark Cash Card from Capital One, I earn unlimited 2% cash back on all my business purchases. Last year, I redeemed $115,000 in cash back. Yeah, $115,000. And that doubled our digital marketing budget for the summer. Thanks to my Spark Card, we had our best summer yet. Imagine what the Spark Card from Capital One could do for your business. What's in your wallet? Real Capital One customers pay for real stories. Credit approval required. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280, The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities. And their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. It's Lee Michaels here in for the headliner, Mitch Berg on the Northern Alliance Radio Network on AM 1280. The Patriot 651-289-4488 is our number. 651-289-4488. Eight, all podcastable as well, too. Make sure you get your tickets for our dive-in event with Dr. Gorka coming to town Saturday, June 15th. Uh, it's a dinner event only. There'll be a great Q&A, great conversation. Hear Dr. Gorka's story, and uh, you can be there. Gorka's table sold out. The Narn table sold out. The meet and greet. I believe we have one seat left for that. AM1280thepatriot.com has your tickets, and big thanks to uh, Closet and Storts Concepts for supporting this great event. Right now, we're joined with Jason Flores, State Director for Americans for Prosperity. And uh, Jason, I thank you for your tireless work again that you've uh, down at the Capitol this last legislative session. Just you know, looking out and being uh, holding our representatives and making sure they're fiscally responsible and uh, informing us on the issues that are important to us here in Minnesota. Well, absolutely, I'm happy to do it. And more thanks go out to all the activists, all the folks across the state that took the time this legislative session to call their lawmaker and let them know what they were thinking. Yeah. That grassroots pressure that really led to some of the victories that we had. Yeah. We had a a last, uh, last night we were at uh, Brad Carlson, uh, the closer, his uh, 50th birthday party. And uh, some members of of your staff there, we had spent some time. So there was a lot of, a lot of round table discussion last night about all this. Uh, Kelly was there and and Jack and uh, Ben and myself and uh, John Berg was, we had a a great conversation, keep it up on all these, all these events. So uh, we do appreciate the hard work that everybody at Americans for Prosperity does. And and the other thing that you mentioned, I want to make sure we talk about too, is the grassroots effort that you guys uh, do and the training you provide to help people be informed on these issues, but then how to communicate with our representatives and even with our friends and neighbors on the issues that are important to us. 
Yeah, we had about every type of grassroots uh, involvement that you could possibly do this year. We sent out uh, mail. We did phone calls. I did, you know, pass-through calls where we connect people in the district directly to their legislator. Did some texting, did some emails. Had a couple of days at the Capitol where we had a good group of people join us and actually, you know, stand outside the House chamber and talk to their legislators about these issues. So that's what it takes if you want to make change, if you want to stand up to kind of the status quo, the direction that the state's going. If, if you agree with some of these issues that we're talking about or the things that we talk about on, on our radio show, we need you to come out and, and get involved. And there's kind of a way to do that for everybody, regardless of, you know, what your talent are or what the way that you want to spend your time. The most important thing, though, is that you make your voice heard. Because if, if lawmakers just hear silence, they're going to listen to sometimes whoever's the loudest. Yeah. want to make sure that's the people of Minnesota. And uh, what, what do you have? Uh, I know people tune into the radio show. You kind of cover everything, uh, a lot of the issues and things like that. Do you want to tease the radio show this afternoon? Yeah, so this afternoon we're going to talk a little bit about, again, some of the same issues we're talking now and wrapping up the legislative session, talking big picture. I'm happy to have a former Senate Majority Leader, Amy Koch, joining me. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about process, too, because the way that this all happened at the end of the year, you know, very rushed deal-making in the last couple of days of session, a special session that they crammed into. I mean, this entire budget, $50 billion of spending in 24 hours, that's not the most transparent way to do it. And I think the people of Minnesota deserve more. So she's been there before. And she's gone to special sessions and shutdowns. So we're going to talk with her, her a little bit about thoughts on exactly what happened and maybe how we can make the system work a little bit better. Uh, we're also going to check in on some federal issues this afternoon. Because while we were successful in beating back this gas tax increase here in Minnesota, there's also a proposal in Congress to raise the federal gas tax by 25 cents. And yeah. That's an even worse deal than what we would have here in Minnesota because the gas tax federally does so many things that have nothing to do with transportation. It's a terrible tax to raise trying to use infrastructure as a justification. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I would agree 100%. And again, uh, if you want more information, AmericansForProsperity.org. Tune into the radio show uh, this afternoon at 4 here on AM 1280, The Patriot. And I know for me it does, it, and I think for the average citizen, you think, well, gosh, the, the legislature's been in session for, what, five months? And right. they, they, they can't get anything done in those five months. And like you said, you lose transparency when all this stuff gets knocked out uh, in a special session through an overnight, literally happening in the middle of the night. Right. And you're going to see a lot of uh, finger pointing and a lot of blame games coming up. There was a, an insulin proposal, for example, to make sure that people had access to the insulin that they needed. And it passed both bodies at one point during the session. And then yet seemed like it was forgotten about, you know, in the, in the closed door negotiations. And then it turned into a last minute gotcha type vote with, one side blaming the other and one party blaming the other. And you don't really know what the truth is because nobody was in that closed-door meeting when it was actually decided. That's why we have hearings. That's why we have the elaborate committee process that we have is to make sure that you can see what people are actually saying and track the votes that they're actually taking. Yeah. If we just use this negotiation excuse and the end-of-session excuse to force this into a closed-door secret tribunal, well, then we're going the exact opposite direction that we need to go. And from a process standpoint, we need to hold our lawmakers accountable to that as well. Yeah, Jason, well, thank you for everything you do. Uh, do you get a little time off now, uh, a little little vacation before you get back into it here now that the session is over? Or are you right back at it? 
No, I think we're right back at it. Because again, <laughs> we want to make sure that while people are talking about the session, that we let uh, voters know, that we let citizens of Minnesota know the way that their lawmakers voted, give them a little bit of background and context on those issues. We're going to put out a full voter's guide that talks about some of these major issues and gives the information they need to understand, and then also lets them know where their lawmaker, their House member, or their senator voted on it. So we're going to be very busy with that, and then spending a lot of time um, on the phone and at the doors throughout the course of the summer, making sure that uh, people know about that voting record. We're also kicking off, uh, Lee, you've uh, known about our grassroots leadership academy and, and had uh, some folks go through that before. Yep. I'm going to try something new here earlier this summer in just a couple of weeks. Instead of making that a multiple week-long course, we're going to have one weekend where we do it more of a boot camp kind of style. So if you want nice. more information about our grassroots leadership academy programming, uh, kind of designed to make you a better and a stronger activist. Whatever issues you choose to engage on, this is going to help you kind of in a professional development sort of way. Yeah. So check out our website for more information about that. You can sign up there, and uh, um, the cost is free to attend. We just want to know you're going to come join us. Yeah, it's a, it's a great event. My wife uh, has been to it and uh, learned a lot of great things. And you can, you know, you take where what your strengths are and, and use those and maybe even learn a few skills uh, to help because it's all about being able to communicate and share uh, your ideas with your friends, your neighbors, with your family, and also with uh, your representatives. So, Jason, I really appreciate everything you do. I uh, look forward to this, the show this afternoon, Americans for Prosperity Radio, 4 o'clock every Saturday here on AM 1280, the page at Replays on Sunday as well. So enjoy the rest of your Memorial Day weekend, Jason. I uh, appreciate you being on. Will do. Thanks for the time, Lee. You got it. There you go. Jason Flores, State Director for Americans for Prosperity. I catch the radio program coming up just a couple hours from now uh, here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Uh, again, get your tickets for our Gorka event. Dive in. It's at the Minnesota Zoo. You come join us. It's a VIP dinner event. Gorka's table is sold out. The Northern Alliance table sold out. Meet and greet. I believe we have one ticket left for that. Otherwise, we've got the VIP dinner. Uh, it's just going to be a fabulous night. Saturday, June 15th, thanks to Closet and Concepts, uh, Closet and Storage Concepts for helping support this event. Go to am1280thepatriot.com to get your ticket now. Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow, today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952-544-2837. That's 952-544-2837. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today. Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords. Slippery renters. Overbearing HOA boards. Demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. The following statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Amberin trials tested mild to moderate symptoms. Testimonial is based on 90 days of use. Results may vary. IRI US Nulo, 52 weeks by UPC. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Retton, and I want to talk to you about something I haven't liked to talk about until now, my menopause. 
All my life, I've had energy, energy to win gold in 84. But when menopause hit me, with the hot flashes and night sweats, I began to feel sluggish every day. That all changed when I discovered Amberin. Amberin safely relieves 12 menopause symptoms by helping to restore your hormonal balance. Amberin is 100% drug-free, estrogen-free, and clinically tested. Amberin is America's number one menopause relief supplement. Thanks to Amberin, my fear of hot flashes is gone. My sheets aren't soaked every night, and my energy is back. Give Amarin a try and see what it can do for you. It works. It really works. Hurry to your Walmart, Walgreens, Target, and other fine retailers nationwide and get Amberin today. Varicose and spider veins. What a gift from my mom. She had them, and I got them. Not only are they uncomfortable and sometimes painful, but I stopped wearing skirts and shorts because I was embarrassed and hated the way my legs looked. When my kids asked, what are those things on your legs? That was it. I finally went to Vein Clinics of America. The doctors at Vein Clinics of America have been treating vein disease for over 35 years. They're the largest and most experienced vein treatment center in the U.S. The best part is, Vein Clinics of America is coming to the Twin Cities this spring, and most insurance is accepted. So if you have tired, swollen, and painful legs, or suffer from embarrassing varicose and spider veins like I did, you can now get world-class treatment for your legs right here in the Twin Cities at Vein Clinics of America. To learn more about location openings, call 800-593-4411. 800 593 4411. That's 800 593 4411. AM 1280, The Patriot. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.